looking for you. Call the meeting to order. Mr. Strollfield, will you please take the order? Mr. Cathel? Here. Mr. Collins? Mr. Fritz? Here. Dr. Hattier? Here. Mr. Layfield? Here. Ms. Moses? Here. Mr. Peden? Here. Mrs. Pryor? Here. Dr. Statler? Here. Mrs. Wright? Here. We have a quorum. Uh, 1.03, motion to move into executive session. So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Now in executive session. Reconvene regular session. 3.02 approval of the agenda for February 27, 2023. Is there a motion? So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. 3.03. Will we please stand for the Pledge of Allegiance and the posting of colors? may be seated.
Student Government 3.04. Hi. <clears throat> so the students and staff at Sussex Central High School have been very busy um, this new spring semester. So, so far, Student Council has been organizing a food drive that we discuss at our monthly meetings, and it's been going very well. Um, FFA week was last week, and they organized flowers and donuts for the teachers to show teacher appreciation. And it was also their sixth annual Thank a Farmer dinner yesterday. Um, they just wanted to say FFA week is really important to the agricultural community we have in Sussex County. And FFA also has upcoming state conventions, so we wish all those competing good luck. Um, two of our teachers were given awards. We have Casey Revel and Miss um, Terry Eby were given Outstanding Early Teacher Award and Teacher Turn the Key Award. And they will both represent Delaware at the National Association of Agriculture Ag Educators Convention in November. Um, we would like to congratulate Braden Wright for winning in the 100-yard butterfly at swimming state competition. Um, SCHS Color Guard will be competing at the Seaford Drill Competition, so we also wish them good luck. SC Wrestling had two um, winners in the Henelopin Conference, so we have Malachi Stratton and Andrew Long, um, so they are going to states next. SC Wrestling Coach Shane Miller was Henelopin Conference Wrestling Coach of the Year, and for band, we have several, several students who were in All-State Senior Band and they will be performing March 25th at DSU and Chorus will be performing February 25th at DSU. Um, we are currently in the process of nominating Teacher of the Year at SEHS. Um, polls have gone out to students to give their feedback and that's all, thank you. Thank you very much. 3.05 and 3.06. Motion to approve the regular meeting minutes and the executive session minutes from January to 23rd, 2023. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. Uh, recognition. 4.01. That student is not here this evening and really was looking forward to receiving the recognition with the board, so I would ask that we um, table that and move it to uh, a future board meeting when that student can come and receive their recognition, if that's okay. Table 4.01. Public comments, 5.01, comes time in the meeting where we uh, open the floor to the public. Anyone signed up to speak, sir? Yes, Christina Wright. Hello, my name is Christina Wright. I just have to add, you know, when we were doing the Pledge of Allegiance, at the end it says justice for all, and it hit hard. Um, my son's father is serving our country in Kuwait, and with that, I have three minutes to sum up what has taken me three months to piece together. On 11-21, my son went to his teacher to report that one of the offenders was poking him. 15 to 20 minutes later, he was pushed, his head hit the desk and then he was punched kicked while three adults were in the classroom two adults were from the high roads program for the offenders in the high road program these three adults didn't see nor stop the offender from attacking my son 
High Rhodes pointed the finger at the teacher for not telling them. It wasn't until 1-13-23, 53 days later, that we were told that there were three adults in the room. JMC labeled this incident, boys being boys, unsubstantiated. On 12-7, 11 days later, three High Road students attacked my son from behind, punching him in the head and the face. It wasn't until DSP did the investigation 24 hours later that we were told that there were three High Road students. DSP pretty much stated that it wouldn't be, it would be a waste of time to, to investigate due to the students being nine and 10 years of age. In the state of Delaware, you have to be 12 years of age. On 2-9-23, Sean and I, Luke's father, I, we had a Zoom meeting with Dr. Brittingham and Scott Pollack that run the High Road program at JMC. Dr. Brittingham made it very clear that Indian River School District made it, made it very clear that Indian River and JMC and High Roads knew that on 12-7, the High Road students would not have additional adults. And they were okay with it. High Roads failed my son, the offenders, the children, and the staff at JMC. I have learned that G.W. Carver was shut down in 2020 due to a civil suit filed against Indian River School District for being a dumping ground for African Americans. I have also learned that Indian River School District has violated the suit with the not complying with the offenders' IEPs. We don't want to label children with, for, with behavioral disabilities. We need to call it like it is. Housing programs such as High Roads without proper training and resource is extremely risky and dangerous. I hope that everyone on the board and JMC High Roads have learned valuable lessons on the failures of what has happened to my son. School should be a safe place. Excuse me, 10 seconds. I'll come back. Questions. Why was 1121 labeled unsubstantiated when the victim reported injury? Physical contact was made. Why is the offender protected? Why wasn't the homebound program offered to the offender after the second assault three? And I'll come back for my next three minutes. Thank you. Anyone else like to come forward to speak public session? It's the only person we had signed up. Seeing and hearing none. New business, 6.01, school choice applications for 2022-2023. Good evening, Mr. Lewis. Good evening, everyone. Uh, first on, the, um, on your agenda items, if you will look at 2022-2023 school choice applications, there was a total of 20 applications. We are asking to accept 18 of those and decline two due to discipline. And as you can see, they are all priority ones, which are returning students. Is there a motion to accept? So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. 6.02, school choice applications 2023-2024. Thank you. Uh, this is the first round of school choice applications for the 2023. 2024 school year and you will find a total of 84 applications and we are asking to accept all 84 of these applications the priorities are 
uh, priorities one through five, as we discussed uh, earlier in our meetings. Uh, priorities sixes and sevens are currently on the wait list, and we will, um, depending on the capacity of those uh, particular buildings, next month we will be bringing any priority sixes and sevens if that building capacity um, is fit to have those particular students uh, to come to that building. Is there a motion to approve? Motion made. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. Thank you, Mr. Lewis. Thank you. 6.03, donations. Yes, thank you. We have three donations this evening. The first is St. Martha's Episcopal Church in Bethany Beach. They have been providing $500 worth of gift cards monthly since 2019 to Howard Tiennes Food Pantry and or displaced families. So we thought it important to bring them before the board uh, for that recognition. In addition, we have Banks Wine and Spirits that has provided uh, $3,500 to the IRSD Nutrition Services Department, the Millville Boardwalk has provided $4,207 to Lord Baltimore, and excuse me, we have four this evening, Cordy Charities has provided $2,000 to the Georgetown Elementary PTO, and each of those would need action this evening. Is there a motion to approve these donations? Yes. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. second. Motion made and second. Any further? Discussion. All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes aye by unanimous vote. 6.04 uniforms in New River High School boys volleyball and boys tennis. Yes, within your board docs, you'll see uh, each of those uniforms under 6.04, each of which do meet the uh, color criteria that we've set forth in our policies, and uh, that does need a motion this evening. So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? I know I'm dating myself here, but we've approved some uniforms, and I have noticed that uh, Sussex Central Wrestling this year had the Sussex County flag on their singlets, and I thought that was pretty unique, and a lot of people were noticing it. Football has had the American flag and then the Delaware flag, and I thought it was a unique request, and I've seen it in action. I thought that was pretty impressive. No, no other schools in other counties in the state are proud of their county to put it on their uniforms, but Sussex County and Sussex Central did, and I thought that was impressive. Motion made, and there is a second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. 6.05, Howard Tiennes, change orders. Yes, I believe Mr. Booth is going to cover these this evening. Mr. Booth? Good evening. Good evening. Uh, in your board docs, uh, there should be three notifications uh, that the board has approved procedures uh, that need to be reported to the board. Uh, both are to R.Y. Johnson. They are architectural request uh, one of them um, or excuse me let me back up change order number 31 is canopy lighting uh, and it switched from inside fixtures to outside fixtures at a cost of twelve thousand five hundred and forty two uh, change order 32 uh, was the addition of a drinking fountain required by state coat in the pool area and it was twenty one thousand three hundred and two dollars the third was a district request uh, with the Vantech contract that is uh, the, uh, uh, overseen by the district. Uh, and it's change order number two, and it is a request for clock, public address, and security video. And it was $9,000. Those are all I have to report to the board tonight. 
Is there a motion to approve? So said change order. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. 6.06, Georgetown Elementary Outdoor Freezer Request. Thank you. In your board docs is a buildings and grounds request uh, from the nutrition office um, with Cliff Toomey uh, regarding an outdoor freezer uh, to address freezer space at Georgetown Elementary. Um, Mr. Toomey is here to address any questions. The project will cost $30,085 and be funded by nutrition services budget. Is there a motion to approve? So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. Long Neck Elementary School sign request. Thank you. Getting on your board docs uh, <coughs> is a request from Long Neck Elementary to remove uh, and replace um, the old sign in the front of the school with a two-sided LED message board. The cost of the proposed sign um, let me back up. The I got this late today, so bear with me, please. There should be a tally sheet, um, and the cost, uh, the proposed cost, will be thirty-four thousand nine hundred dollars. Um, the project will be funded by legislators' community transportation funds. These funds are coming from Representative Ruth Briggs King and Senator Brian Pettigen. Um, the recommendation uh, is to go with the Phillips signs request, which is $34,900. And I'm sure uh, Principal Wilson from Long Neck would be glad to answer any of your questions. Is there a motion to accept? So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Any further questions? Philip Sign is the contractor we're going with at 34? Y yes, sir. Okay. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. Millsboro Reclaim Water Grant match. Okay. Um, your board <coughs> is a proposal by Verdantes regarding the design of an <coughs> irrigation system for the new Sussex Central High School. Uh, the cost of 49700 uh, of the Ver Verdantes proposal is proposed to be covered by a dollar-for-dollar dollar grant from DENRAC and includes the cost of design and contractual bidding. Contractually, the town of Millsboro will be considered the owner with regards to administrating the design and the construction. Uh, they'll be the ones getting the bid. The request was heard by a committee and their request, and I believe I included the letter from the town of Millsboro, was for that match, which is $24,850. All the documents are attached in your... Uh... So I believe you you should have a letter from the town of Millsboro. Yes, sir. You should have a PO from the state, which is the match uh, in the amount of uh, 
well, excuse me, the PO will be for the other half, which is 24,850. And what Millsboro was requesting and uh, presented at the committee was that the, the district uh, pay for the match. And I don't see it written in front of me. It's a, over $800,000 project total. It's estimated to be uh, between seven and $800,000, I believe. They won't know, they will bid that part out. Gotcha. Off of $49,700 investment that we're covering half with, the other half will be for Millsboro. That's, that's the plan. Is there anything the other, more we need? The other need half from Denrec. And the other half from Denrec. The other half from Denrec. Okay. Is there a motion to approve? Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 To those opposed, passes by unanimous vote. All right, thank you. 6.09, construction change order procedures. Mr. Fritz, uh, you've given us some considerable feedback on this, which has been very helpful. Um, would you like to share with the board where we are at this point? Sure. So you, you've got your attachment on the board docs, and we've always had uh, construction change order procedures in place when it comes to uh, dollar amounts and what can be approved at what different levels uh, and at what point does uh, board uh, approval need it, at what point can superintendent, supervisor, buildings and grounds approve, et cetera. Well, with the size of the project of Sussex Central High School, it's been discussed to amend those different dollar amounts and different levels for this project only. This is not a change, a permanent change to construction order change procedures ongoing. This here is limited to Sussex Central High School. Any other future projects that come up would have to be discussed uh, on their own on their own merits so what we're seeing here right now just real brief to uh, real brief to summarize is that uh, uh, says the Board of Education formally delegates change order requests up to fifty thousand dollars that used to be twenty five thousand can be approved by either the supervisor of buildings and grounds or director of business between fifty thousand and one hundred thousand dollars may be preliminary approved by the superintendent as well as either the supervisor of building and grounds or the director of business. That number used to be between twenty-five and $50,000. And then change orders, uh, and of course anything above $100,000 would obviously have to come to the board for uh, <coughs> official approval. The idea behind this again is the fact that with this size and scope to wait a month in between meetings for multiple change orders uh, could really drag and slow down the project. Is there a motion to approve the change to the uh, procedures for change orders? I'll vote for it make the motion, but keeping in mind that when this building was built, the threshold for the first one was 5,000, 
not 25. That's how much things have changed in 20 years. Doc, I agree with you. I don't think anybody likes change orders, but I think for the efficiency of movement with this large scale And that's scale the only operation. reason that I would suggest that we do this. Yes, sir. There's a motion. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. 6.10, budgetary uh, contract approval procedures. So, Jay, I'll take that. So that too, just to kind of keep it separate and uh, informational purposes and, and educational purposes, we've always had dollar amounts that the board has to be approved or contracts have to be uh, obtained. Um, and those dollar amounts have been changed by the state of Delaware. Matter of fact, the governor, uh, the mini bond bill was passed and signed by the governor and the changes to go into effect February the 15th. So to review these numbers, um, anything that's considered material and non-professional, uh, less than 10,000 is open market purchase. 10,000, it used to be 24,999. Now it's at 99,999 uh, requires three written quotes and internal district level approval. Instead of 25,000 or greater, now it's at $100,000 and greater, only requires a formal bid and Board of Education approval. I think a lot of this is signed into action by the state because the cost of everything is so high now, it doesn't take much to get to $25,000. So, and then professional services, anything under $149,900, it used to be $50,000, is open market purchase, internal district level approval. Anything $150,000 or greater, used to be $50,000, is formal bid and Board of Education approval. Public works, less than 50,000 is open market purchase. 50 to 249,999, used to be 99,999. Three letter bids, internal district level approval. And now instead of 100,000 and greater, it's 250,000 and greater, requires formal bid and Board of Education approval. And to speed up, uh, not drag things down this evening, I can send everyone on the board a, uh, and we can post it on uh, the website of what are professional services, definitions and examples, what are material non-professional services and what are public works. So again, that's a state change and, uh, the, and our proposed changes to keep in line with the state. So this is essentially just a, a correction to the notes because the state's already authorized it. Yes. So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. 611, litigation 23-01. Uh, is there a motion? I'd like to make a motion that we follow the recommendations of the attorney on this one. There's a motion. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Abstain. Can you poll, please poll the board, Mr. Troublefield. Mr. Castle? Yes. Mr. Fritz? Yes. 
Dr. Hadia? Yes. Mr. Layfield? Yes. Ms. Moses? Yes. Mr. Peden? Abstain. Mrs. Pryor? Yes. Dr. Statler? Yes. Mrs. Wright? Yes. Eight yes, zero no, and one abstention. Passes by majority vote. Old business, 7.01, major capital planning. Yes, yeah, so um, our Sussex Central project, the site work is moving along. Uh, as you came in this morning, you likely saw that. Uh, we have been responding to some of DENREC's observations with regard to compliance associated with our specified sequence for construction. So when things get out of sequence with the construction out there, they let us know and we are working to move forward and things remain on schedule at this point. And that is always contingent upon weather this time of the year. So uh, the mild weather does certainly help us. The pad compaction was considered 50% complete and is uh, reliant on good weather. As I said, once compaction is achieved, then the footers, underground utilities, and pad can be started and completed under the March schedule. And I received a picture today from Dr. Leifert. It looks like some concrete uh, was applied here uh, within the last couple of days, so things are, are looking well. <clears throat> At our monthly buildings and grounds committee meeting, the architects presented proposals on the two courtyard area surfaces and change orders to uh, the crenellations there on the front of the building. Uh, anyone that was at Buildings and Grounds, we had a good discussion at that uh, around that, and the architects are going to give us some pricing associated with that front facade for the board's consideration. All contracts have purchase orders and have submitted uh, their proper performance bonds at this time. That concludes my report on 7.01. Crenellations, proper use of the word crenellations. Yes. The embattlements at the top of the Correct. castle. Okay. It's easier to shoot arrows out of it. <laughs> yes, sir. 7.02, Howard T. Ennis. Yes, so I was there last week and the interior signs have been hung. They look amazing. Anyone that has a chance to go by, please stop in. I think you would agree. The base coat on the paving for the alternate lot and the bus pole barn areas have been installed. Uh, work will start soon on the exterior LED sign. Uh, we are uh, hoping to have that completed very soon. Roofing and siding materials still are delayed in certain areas. There's not a lot at this point, but you'll see there are some uh, areas that still need to be completed, and that is due to the uh, production issues related to equipment from our supplier. So they have been informed that the cost associated with these delays um, could be significant. So I know I, I saw an email last week from Mr. Cowan to that distributor imploring him to continue to get these uh, siding pieces in, this metal in, as soon as possible. We want to complete the project because obviously we want to have our official <coughs> ribbon cutting here within the next month or two. Uh, the pool has been filled with water, saw that last week, that tests for leaks. Once uh, it's confirmed that it is uh, leak-proof, the uh, additional layers will be placed in, and we hope to have completion of the pool, the therapy pool across the street, by the end of March. Pole barns are complete as of this past Friday, and lastly, the water treatment and final construction and operation should be completed this week. There have been issues with low pH within the building that's interacted with the copper lines, and a chemical feed was installed Friday. Uh, and I forgot to mention the greenhouse is scheduled to be installed in March. And um, that concludes my report for 7.02. Any questions with Howard Tiennes? 
Hearing none, 7.03, GW Carver consent update. Dr. Brittingham. Good evening. Um, this is our monthly update about the Carver consent order. The end of the second marking period report was submitted to Dr. Wren on February 16th regarding all of the former Carver students that are currently receiving services. During our February equity steering committee, members of the team received part two of the training from Gwendolyn Miller, who we've been working with. It was really well received and there's a lot of excitement and energy around the work that we're doing. So that's definitely something to celebrate. And as we promised, each board meeting, somebody is going to share something from their school that's really exciting and working. So today we're celebrating Georgetown Middle School. They're gonna share a very brief summary of the behavioral interventions that they've implemented through targeted um, intervention for, through our targeted intervention for success. So um, David Hudson and Erica Murphy. Good evening. Um, I am David Hudson, Principal Georgetown Middle. Uh, I am excited tonight to talk about what we call Behavior TIST, which is our multi-tiered student support for students who have behavior um, needs. So uh, we've had a Behavior TIST program fully implemented for about three years. Uh, this past year, um, we reevaluated, revamped it, and have done a lot of good things for our students this year, and we're seeing a lot of success. Um, and I say we, I want to give a lot of the credit. Unfortunately, our student success suite teacher, Tabitha Cortillo, could not be here this evening, but she has been instrumental along with our assistant principal, Erica Murphy, um, in making these changes and really um, implementing some structures, some scaffolds, some supports for our students that are making a difference. And Mrs. Murphy is gonna speak a little bit about the changes that we made over the summer and have implemented this school year. Good evening, I'm Erica Murphy, one of the assistant principals at Georgetown Middle. Like David was saying, this year we really looked at our behavior test process and what we could add to really better the needs of our students. So this summer we implemented a behavior team at our school that meets monthly to analyze our year-to-date discipline data. And during those team meetings, we are looking for the students that we need to put forth in our behavior test process. Some of the teachers feel that these students, for whatever reason, they have not wanted to request that assistance, but we as a school team feel that it is necessary for their success. So we look at their discipline and we look at what interventions they currently have in place and using our student success suite with our teacher and our paraprofessional, we as a team develop new interventions that we present to their core teachers to see if they've already been used and they're not successful or if it's something new that they look to put in place for them. And then we then go and attend our behavior TIS meeting where we put those new interventions in place. The teachers are still able to request that assistance behaviorally for their students. And when they do so, we then pose a couple questions. What has not worked? What have you seen in the classroom? And then we take that data then to meet monthly at our behavior team meeting to then really think the best interventions that we wanna put in place for our students. And we really do feel the student success suite has been a huge part of that success. Thank you guys for sharing. Any questions for any of us? Thank you, we just wanted to celebrate the, the positive strides that they're making. So thank you for your time. Thank you. Committee reports. 8.01, Building and Grounds. Mr. Fritz. Settings and Grounds uh, Committee met on Monday, February the 13th. Um, obviously, since then, some of these items may have been updated. At first, we have major capital improvement projects at Howard Tiennes and, and regarding the pool. 
It was discussed that the type of chemicals proposed for pool use and the concern revolved around the availability of a specified product. It was finally recommended that the district go with the architect for Clint Daniels' specified use of the solid tablets. Construction update, at that point exterior, exterior metal panels were continuing to arrive on site and being installed, paving to be completed with the, once the asphalt plants open back up in March. Biodirectional amplifiers, radio equipment, is projected to be on site in March when the temporary equipment will be removed and final certificate of occupancy can be obtained. Sign and pole barn are still awaiting parts and the pool hopefully will be finalized in March as well. Sussex Central High School, construction update, uh, progress is being made, pipe installation and issues presented by DENREC are being addressed. Of course, uh, during the winter at any point, weather is a factor with completion issues. The project is moving along and I uh, understand as of today, footers were being uh, set. Uh, change order procedure procedures. Uh, that is something we've already discussed this evening and voted on with the different uh, limits for going change orders for Sussex Central High School. Um, <clears throat> Buildings and Grounds Support Center. Uh, the dashboard synopsis was presented with 100 tickets opened, 80, opened and 86 closed in the last 30 days. The HVAC CARES eSurf cooling tower replacement reported that equipment is in place and waiting until spring. At that point, they can shut down and hook up the new system. East Millsboro, the house that was purchased adjacent uh, has been demolished and the land graded by the contractor. Uh, the district will move forward with mitigating the septic and the well. Long neck drainage, at this point, that is a summer project when kid, uh, kids are out of school. Um, the artisan, uh, artesian, excuse me, artesian agreement, artesian's attorneys have and are finalizing the agreement, uh, hopefully to be brought to the board uh, for the 27th meeting, which is not, correct? If not, next month. Town of Millsboro Water Reclaimed uh, Water Agreement, that's something we've already discussed and voted and moved on. Um, lead, lead testing update is reported that testing has been completed and results have been returned. Nine schools have been addressed and were completed and 14 points of use yet to be addressed again. That was as of two weeks ago. New business, we've already discussed and voted on the outdoor freezer at Georgetown Elementary. Long neck school sign, both were discussed at committee meeting. Um, and informational items, traffic control training. It was reported that we have 104 custodians who have completed and are certified in the flagger course and with others who have missed this training, take the course in the fall with any new hires. The next meeting was scheduled for March the 13th at the Carver building, 6 p.m. Thank you, Mr. Fritz. Any questions? <coughs> Hearing none, 8.02, Comprehensive School Safety. Thank Mr. Cathal. Thank you, Mr. Layfield. Uh, so several of our schools have completed their mandated tabletop exercises uh, in January, uh, Lord Baltimore Elementary, East Millsboro Elementary, Georgetown Elementary, and Georgetown Middle. In February, North Georgetown Elementary, Subbyville Middle, the Early Learning Center, and Long Neck Elementary School. Um, also on January 31st, our constables participated in a special education review and updates from Dr. Judy Brittingham. And following that presentation, constables uh, participated in an alert training at Millsboro Middle. 
One other thing, um, I'm sure everyone in here is aware of the incident that happened on, I believe the date was February 16th at um, Selbyville Middle uh, with the intoxicated subject shooting near the school. I just wanna commend the actions of, of that school, the leadership, law enforcement, faculty, you guys did an awesome job. Thank you for that. Um, great job, I cannot give you enough kudos. Thank you guys very much. Can I ask a question? You said that they did alert training? Yes. Who teaches the alert training? Is it one of our constables or we? Yes. Okay. Um, any questions for Mr. Cathal? 8.03, finance. Doc? Okay. Um, it's amazing how fast a room can clear out from buildings and grounds to finances. Okay? It's always exciting when I'm there. Um, a lot of this has already been covered. I would like to point out, though, that on the uniforms we just voted for, those uh, are a moisture wicking type of a design as opposed to a, a jersey uniform, and hence do not have flags on them. Uh, the reason for that is because the flags and the, uh, the, the moisture wicking are not compatible in terms of stitching and other things, just in, anybody, if, in case anybody ever says anything about it. Okay, we talked about the donations, um, which is incredibly generous from everybody. Uh, Thank you for bringing it up tonight. Mrs. Smith also updated the committee on recent job changes within the business office, specifically with the procurement project and review of financial transactions in First State Federal. Um, and basically it was a very short meeting and we were out. Okay. Thanks, Doc. I'll, I'll be taking Tammy's uh, report on the finances stuff later because she's out for the evening. Any questions for Doc? Okay. Hearing none, 8.04 curriculum. Dr. Statler. Thank you. Uh, the district is hosting the Delmarva VEX Robotics Championship on Saturday, March 4th, coming up at Indian River High School. Uh, many of us know this as our Superbot Saturday. This year we have 42 teams and over 200 students involved, so we're very proud of um, hosting that coming up soon. And we have um, talked with Dr. Jerns, and we've started our after-school programming. I think it's at a um, very robust level at this point. We've had a lot of feedback and discussion on this topic, so we're glad that this is starting to happen. Um, and hopefully we will gather some feedback from our families as we continue to roll that out in the spring. Uh, Dr. Brittingham has already covered the Carver consent order updates, special education updates were also provided at the committee meeting. I do wanna thank um, Dr. Brittingham and her team, Dr. Thorogood, for the programming and the excellence that they're bringing to um, not only the buildings, but also the information that they're providing to the board each month. We haven't in many years had that, those kinds of updates, and so I appreciate them bringing that. We are highlighting it at the, um, the monthly meetings, but it's also important in this forum as well. Our next meeting is March 13th. Thank you, ma'am. 8.05, DSBA Board of Directors. Ma'am. Uh, we won't have a meeting till next week. Okay. Eight point oh six, the SBA Legislative Committee. Uh, we met on February the first in Dover, and uh, went into some good conversations. Again, just to reflect on where we were, these are the priorities that were taken into the legislative session of one fifty two. So, uh, state based unit funding system. School safety and security, mental health, mental and behavior health services, pre-kindergarten supports, 
and uh, adequate state funding, local district authority, and SAT testing is the sole measure of student and school performances. What's amazing is the issues that we talk about right here at our board meetings that frustrate us, frustrate board members throughout the state oh, yeah. from the top to the bottom. So these are issues that we're looking at and we're dealing with the legislation as it comes up. So, um, Just a quick question. Yes, um, sir. Did Dr. Mayor Nucci deal at all with the give back? <laughs> uh, we did discuss that. Other teachers are, or other uh, superintendents were uh, voiced the same concerns that we had. Okay. So Mayor Nucci is aware and we're looking at that for discussion, okay. especially with the, the amount some of the larger schools have to give back. Unfortunately, uh, Dr. Marinucci is retiring too we know. in July. So he's going to, he was a, I think he really took that in a positive direction from what we've seen previously. So hopefully his replacement will be uh, as good as good as, as him. So any questions with the uh, DSBA legislator? Hearing none. 8.07, Special Education Task Force. Dr. Stadler. Thank you. On Wednesday of this week, we're celebrating the Spread the Word to End the Word campaign. So thank you to all the buildings who are helping us to lead events on this day uh, to commit to the in inclusion and acceptance of people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. The 2023 theme is going all in inclusive. And our theme this year is action oriented based on courage, dedication and engagement with our students. Secondly, we are celebrating World Down Syndrome Day on March 21st. Again, many of our buildings are planning activities as it pertains to the Rock Your Socks campaign. Uh, we've done this for many years now. We look forward to these uh, awareness events and appreciate, again, those buildings that are partnering with us for this kind of programming. And finally, the Special Education Parent Council will be meeting tomorrow evening at Millsboro Middle School at 6 p.m. in the auditorium. Our topic for tomorrow evening will be supporting students' social, emotional, and behavioral needs. So please join us to learn and share information on this topic. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, 8.08, policy. Yes, Mr. Collins is unable to join us this evening, so I will uh, summarize the policy committee uh, meeting. We had three first readings professional leave of absence, travel authorization and expenses, and the Indian River School District employee recognition policy. If you had, haven't had a chance to look at the um, travel authorization expenses under first read, please do so. There's extensive changes. Um, Mrs. Smith uh, worked hard to review not only our policy, but compared it to other policies. So take a look at that. Um, we are hoping to get that um, approved before we get into much more travel. So uh, again, extensive changes there. For second readings tonight that we would ask for uh, action are gifts from the public, school superintendent, an evaluation of superintendent, and pregnant students. The gifts from the public policy um, changes some of the wording, but the, the big change there is moving from the $1,000 threshold to the $5,000 threshold for, for board approval. The school superintendent simply changes responsibility to authority in sentence one. Evaluation of the superintendent uh, indicates that that will occur in August. We did not have a date for that previously. And finally, pregnant students uh, changes some wording to include all students. Is there a motion to accept those readings? So moved. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed, passes by unanimous vote.
8.09 IREA rep. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Uh, first off, um, everyone knows that there's a teacher shortage nationwide. Um, IREA has been doing its part uh, for teacher recruitment by throwing a fundraiser each year. Um, our fundraiser this year is uh, May, or I'm sorry, March 10th from 4 to 6.30 at the Indian River Senior Center. Um, this is going to fund uh, two scholarships for Indian River students. All the proceeds go to those scholarships. Hopefully you guys can make it. If you can't make it, we are accepting items that we can auction off. Um, if you don't have anything to auction off that you want to donate, then we will accept cash donations as well and Venmo. But all of, this, all of the proceeds go to the students. So if you really want to support students and help with uh, recruitment of teachers for our district and help our students out, then please donate or come and have a good time and have some drinks. Silent auction, Chinese auction, and a 50-50 raffle. Maybe you'll go home with more money than you came with. You never know. Um, I was glad to be a part of the uh, calendar committee this past week. Uh, there was a lot of good discussion and a lot of options that were um, tossed around. But everybody listened with an open mind and came up with, I think, a pretty good calendar to uh, present to the board. Uh, the committee functioned exactly how a committee should function with everybody listening, um, bringing their ideas and coming, you know, not everybody gets what they want, but they, it functioned the way it should function. That being said, we have uh, the para and secretary negotiations coming up in March. Uh, I hope that this process is as productive and functions the same way as what the calendar committee did because it was a positive experience to be on that committee this year. Thanks. Superintendent's report, 9.01, monthly activities. Yes, thank you. Within board docs, you'll see a detailed listing of my monthly activities. I would like to highlight uh, three items over the course of this month, uh, one of which is my continued discussions with state officials regarding market pressure associated with our new Sussex Central High School. Uh, this past month, I was able to talk with John Marinucci from DSBA and Tammy Croce from DASA. They've kind of helped with uh, to give us a path forward and introduce us to some uh, other folks within the state that may uh, be helpful to securing the funding that we need. Uh, I was also able to join Delaware Secretary of Education, Mr. Mark Holodick, during his visit to North Georgetown Elementary, where he thanked our school bus drivers for their commitment to our, our students. Um, and finally, uh, last week I was able to hold two student, student focus groups, one at Indian River High School and one at Sussex Central, where I spent about an hour with a group of uh, each of those students respectively and got to hear what's going on in their school, uh, what they're really happy about, what they would change. Uh, really, really great experience and got to learn a lot about the, the what's happening in the school from the student perspective. And Mrs. Brandon and I will be uh, compiling the, that information and, and actually it's going to lead to, I think, some, some positive changes. So I look forward to going back in the spring and meeting with those students and some additional students to uh, get a little bit more uh, knowledge regarding our high schools. That concludes 9.01. Thanks, sir. 9.02, district calendar change. Yes, a um, couple changes this month. Change East Millsboro Elementary Spring Pictures from March 8th to March 10th. 
remove the Lord Baltimore Elementary Music Program third grade performance, which is scheduled on March 23rd, and add the third grade performance to the LB Spring Concert on uh, for grades four through six on March 18th. And that would, uh, excuse me, May, excuse me, that's May 18th. Thank you, Mrs. Flander. And that does, both of those do require action. Is there a motion to accept? So moved. moved. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. Financial reports, 10.01, uh, okay. financial summaries for the month ending January 31st. Is there a motion to approve? Motion to approve. Motion made, is there a second? Second. second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passed by unanimous vote. Doc, you got it. Okay, um, part one reports are, are as of 131. We've uh, spent 58% of our money through the fiscal year. We've received 93% of the budgeted revenue. 97% um, of discretionary revenue is in. 98% of budgeted local tax revenue. 0% interest, but I do want to point out that they are paying interest now on the money that they hold for us. Okay, finally after what, three years? Yes. I don't remember what the number was, but it was like 1% or something like that. Um, they spent 38% of total budgeted expenses. Uh, we've spent 60% of total discretionary, 53% of budgeted tuition funded classroom expenses, and Howard T. Ennis is at 59% of budgeted expensive expenses. Um, part two, I guess I'll just roll through the whole thing. Go right ahead and then we'll prove it after you get done part two. We can do that. Um, ESER funding, we have uh, 12.9 million spent or encumbered and 298,000 remaining, that's ESERF 2. ESERF 3, we're at 15.1 spent or encumbered and 15 million remaining. Remember that comes with certain rules of what we can spend it on and not. Tammy's not here to answer the exact questions on that one. We have 24 million in federal funds available and we're holding approximately 1.2 million in donations and student funds and internal accounts. Okay. Right, yeah, all of these are for action. Major cap, we paid out 3.3 million this month. It's on a variety of things. Minor cap, we spent um, 2.8 million. We still have 1.6 remaining. And they did give us a few extra bucks for uh, maintenance this year. All right, and the last one was student activity funding. The balance there is 475,000, so we do have enough money uh, to you know, do things for the students as they come up. And that's right. been a good program for us. Brief we'll report, but that's it. We'll take a motion to bundle the yep. detailed information for the month ending January 31st. Is there a motion to approve? So moved. Motion made, seconded. Is there any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Passed by unanimous vote. Uh, 10.03, major capital improvements for the month ending January 31st. Is there a motion to accept? So moved. Motion made, is there a second? second? Motion second. made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Passed by unanimous vote. 12.04. Minor capital improvements for the month ending January 31st. So motion to approve. So moved. Motion second. made. Second. second. Motion made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passed by unanimous vote. Uh, 10.05. Mr. Fritz, did you want to give any update on the student activities this evening? Yeah. Uh, as Dr. Hattier just mentioned, uh, 475000 roughly in monies in the student activity fund. If you'll remember, this was a fund that was created back from referendum 2017, I believe. Mm -hmm. Portion goes in every year. Uh, we do have different after-school activities uh, that students participate in. 
They all do some type of fundraising, but usually that's not enough, and this is an idea, ideal way to help them for different uh, items. You have your list of groups. We had a meeting last uh, Wednesday where the, each individual group came and presented their need, also as part of the requirements, showing their uh, continued activities and what they do in the way of fundraising to have an active part. Um, so this is not all the funding that these groups use as they do raise money of their own. You'll see that between all the groups on here, there's a total of $168,000, $168,991 being requested. This fund brings in about $180,000 in a year, so it will not use up the full year that's coming in in September, which is, is good. It continues to add for un, unknown things coming. Um, a lot of these are trips, you know, uh, like the robotics that uh, Dr. Statler had mentioned kids that uh, win and can go to nationals. Uh, I believe, if I'm correct with the right one, it's in Dallas, and uh, it's quite expensive for these kids to attend these national uh, uh, competitions. So this has helped funding a lot of the traveling, overnight, eating, et cetera, for those students to attend. Uh, besides the dollar amount I've just mentioned, some of these students obviously participate in more than one group, so I know there's some overlap here, but if you add up the number of students affected, it's around 1,300 kids that are affected with extra funding after school activities. Uh, and this does not include our kids that participate in athletics, by the way. So we do have a very robust uh, after school program for kids. And again, your list of items are there uh, for any discussion and for really board approval uh, to move forward with this recommendation. Jim, do you think the money's being evenly distributed to those that need it throughout the district? Yes. Yeah, the, uh, uh, as far as the process goes, all the, all the uh, schools, all the uh, uh, groups are notified of our meeting dates. We have one in the fall, also in the spring. Um, different activities happen throughout the year. It's up to the individual group uh, to, to submit a request. Uh, so there, you know, we don't have any control where the requests come from, obviously. Some groups have been requesting money every year. Uh, there are some new groups on this list that uh, it's nice to, to see. Um, I think it is pretty, pretty spread widely, and, and I, a lot of the groups come uh, really uh, uh, with already, a st you know, they've already done a great job in their the fundraising that they can, as hard as that is. Um, there isn't anybody that uh, I feel looks as this is 100% of their uh, of their funding. They know there's a part they've got to play. So I, I think it's spread across. Uh, there are some groups that are probably not requesting any funding because they either don't need it and they have their own uh, fundraisers that give them 100% of, of need, but we always welcome more. This goes back to a line item in the budget we put in, in yep. 2017. 2017. Just found, in, uh, I think there was, uh, those that were involved found a need for uh, some discretionary money that didn't have to be part of a regular budget for things that come up during the course of the year. Uh, some could be athletic in nature. Some could be uh, educational uh, and after-school activity in nature. Uh, 
robotics was a big part of that discussion in the being and beginning and help get that off the ground. So it's, it's nice to have this pool of money available. Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, Sussex Central High School band looking for a band trip to Williamsburg without our funding was going to cost the kids almost $800 a piece to go. With the funding, it's down to about 130 some dollars a piece to go. At 800 some dollars, there's a lot of kids that would not uh, be able to attend. Same thing with robotics and, uh, and the other items. Uh, ROTC is on this list, JROTC is on this list as well. So it's a lot of really good curriculum items that the kids uh, get in interaction. Mr. Layfield, yes, I know that the word is getting out to many of our student groups. Um, for example, here at Sussex Central, I had a conversation with Dr. Brittingham. Uh, our ASL, American Sign Language Club, requested some money. We have almost 100 students in that club, and they were able to make a visit to the School for the Deaf to be able to experience that. Um, so that is a club that probably would not have requested if we had not had this information you know, disseminating to the groups. So I certainly appreciate it. Thank you. Good. That's, that's good to hear. Thank you, Doctor, because I, I know there was carefully wording, to, careful wording put in place to make it student yes. activity funding. Everyone was worried it was just going to be a, another fund for athletics, but it would be shared for athletics and anything to do with student functioning. And I, I think it's uh, now, what are we, six years into it, and it seems to be a, a benefit. And it's good to see some forethought put into something, and then a few years later we're seeing where there's a benefit. And it's a constant line item in the budget. Every year there's about $180,000 or more put into it. Am I correct? Yes, 180. Right now, with the ta current tax dollars, about 180,000 will go into it uh, starting in September. Similar to the way we're helping to fund some of our school safety. In the past, uh, not only these same groups, but we we've used some of those funds uh, for playground equipment. Uh, and off the top of my head, I don't recall which school it was for, but uh, we fund it. And then there's other items that have been used. Um, I do want to make it clear that each of the groups on here do have to do their own fundraising. They do have to have some stake in the game. It's not a case of just requesting a, a handout at 100% money. And uh, quite frankly, I think a lot of the advisors uh, come kind of sheepishly for what they're asking. We've had a few on here that what they asked for, we increased because we didn't think they were asking for enough, to be honest with you, because we know that the advisors are spending money out of pocket out of their own pocket for, uh, for their activities. This is an action item tonight, am I correct? Yes, just to approve uh, motion to the recommendation. Which our motion to approve the re recommendation. So moved. Motion made, is there a second? Second. Motion made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed, passes by unanimous vote. Communications, field trip, sir. Yes, uh, timely considering our, our conversation here this evening, we have four uh, requests Tonight, overnight trip by Selbyville Middle School, their VEX robotics team on April 26th through the 30th, Dallas, Texas. Overnight trip by Sussex Central's HOSA, which is their future health professionals organizations on June 20th through 25th to Dallas, Texas. Overnight trip by Millsboro Middle School cheerleading August 21st through 24th to Honesdale, PA. And finally, an overnight trip by the Indian River High School HOSA organization again June 20th through 25th to Dallas, Texas, and would ask for action on those this evening. 
there a motion to approve? So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. All those opposed? Passed by unanimous vote. 11.02, use of facility requests. Yes, just one this evening uh, for Sussex Central High School's cafeteria and loading dock by Grace United Methodist Church on March 3rd and 4th for a food packaging event, and that does uh, require action as well. Is there a so motion? Moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. second? Motion made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passed by unanimous vote. Personnel. Personnel agenda for February the 27th. Is there a motion to accept? So moved. So, motion made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. Uh, there's a personnel addendum for February the 27th. Is there a motion to accept? So, so moved. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. Contractual agenda for February the 27th. Is there a motion to approve? So moved. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. Student hearings, 13.01. Is there a motion to accept the recommended punishment for student 23-86? So moved. Motion second. made. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. <coughs> we come around to the second opportunity for public comment. Is there anybody in the crowd that would like to speak at the second public comment? Good evening, ma'am. Good evening. It's Christina Wright, part two of my three minutes here, totaling six minutes. Um, my first question is, why on 1121, why was it labeled unsubstantiated when the victim reported injury and there was physical contact made to my son? Why is the offender protected? Why wasn't the homebound program offered to the offender but it was offered to my son, the victim, the innocent victim. Why, was, why did the victim have to change schools due to the school safety at his home school? My son's friends and classmates see an empty chair and the offender still walks the halls of JMC. What are we teaching our innocent children? What <coughs> message are we sending them? Why isn't the public and parents told about the high road program and the risk, risk we are putting on our innocent children? Why aren't we told about this program? Why didn't the high road staff on 1121 stop or see the offender physically harming my son? Why on 12-7 weren't there additional support for three high road students who blindly attacked my son? Not to mention that he was placed in the back corner of the room with no escape route. And I have found out that the Indian River School District, JMC, and the high roads were aware that there was no 
additional support on 12-7 when my son was attacked by three students. He suffered a concussion. He still to this day is dizziness and has headaches. Why is an all staff at JMC trained for such behavioral programs such as the high roads? Every single teacher in that school, in any school that houses these behavioral programs, they should be trained. So if they're walking the halls and they see an innocent child being attacked, they need to be trained. There shouldn't be any gray area. Why is everyone's hands tied? If I had an amount of money, how many times I have heard that phrase, our hands are tied, our hands are tied. Well, I'm here. 10 seconds. Teachers need clear guidelines when and how to report bullying. All teachers in schools that house programs such as High Roads need proper training. All parents should be made aware of such programs like High Roads so we can educate our children. It just might save their life. When an incident does happen, families should not have to piece together. <clears throat> the victim should not have to fight for his rights and the offender be protected. And I just want to quote one more last thing. Offenders need discipline and consequences. We need to hold the offenders accountable for their behaviors so they can stand up so they can be stand-up citizens as in your mission statement. If we are going to give them opportunities, we need to teach them right from wrong. The reality, when the offenders get into the community, there are rules and laws to follow. They will be prosecuted accordingly as long as they're 12 years of age. Now, my last question to the board, who made that call on 12-7 when my son was blindly attacked by three high road students. My son could not lay his head down. What are we gonna do about it? Untie these ropes and call it like it is. Anyone else have public comment? Hearing none, anything else come before the board? Meetings adjourned.